listening to Friday After Five. We're your hosts, Rachel. And Hallie. Happy Friday, everybody. T-G-I-F. <laughs> Made it through yet another week. Spring break. Spring break. We've done absolutely yeah. nothing. That's and fine. our latest homework assignment that was supposed to be due Saturday just got pushed to next Saturday. So we'll call that next week's problem, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But that leaves us more time to get into our podcast for the week, right? First episode. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Last week, I guess, was like a little soft launch. But this is our first official episode. Uh, this week, we're calling our podcast The Ugly Side of Healthy Living. Yeah, we're going to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's something that's not really talked about. Like, I feel like healthy living is like glamorized. and Especially every- now. Especially now. But I feel like that's just not the reality, at least from what we've personally dealt with. Yeah, I mean, what we've seen in the, I guess, market is it's becoming a trend. Yeah, exactly. So it's so positive, so great, but there's definitely a bad side that's not really spoken about. So we're going to uncover that topic today. Exposed. Exposed. (laughs) So I guess that's enough of an introduction to the topic. Move along, move along. This is taking really long. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then, fine. I guess we'll get right on into it. <laughs> to kick things off, I guess I can just talk about things from my perspective. Um, for me, just working in the industry, I feel like I've felt this extreme pressure from all these outside expectations of how we should look and just looking a certain way. I don't know if that's something that you relate to or if it's just y- from me. Yeah, no, I definitely see that. And coming from... I mean, I am pursuing my personal training certification, but coming from more of like, I guess, I go to the workout alone. I don't really have like a... Yeah, the independence. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of it. We're like bombarded on social media every single day just because that's what's in the market right now. Like fitness is trending and when fitness is trending, there's poses, there's like (laughs) um, different types of workouts, different supplements. And then you see these people taking these supplements or whatever, and their bodies look a certain way. And you're like, well, I need to take supplements. I need to do this. Yeah. No, literally it's, I just feel like, especially in the past few years, maybe it's since COVID, like with everything turning to social media, not having that interaction in person, you can, I don't want to say fake it till you make it, but like you can definitely make the poses Mm -hmm. look a little more, like make you look a little more slimmer, a little more toned, like lighting yeah big factor I just feel like right now everything's just magnified and it's just creating like an immense amount of pressure to this point of we talk about you know healthy living I feel like it's becoming almost unhealthy Mm -hmm. um I mean from my perspective if I feel like that just independently going to the gym I can't even imagine how you feel coaching people yeah no it definitely has its challenges I I'm super fortunate enough to work for a company that has never placed any pressure on body image, whether it's for us as coaches or the members that walk through our doors. Um, I actually really appreciate Orange Theory really emphasizes that it's a place for every body. Yeah, literally (laughs) emphasis on the body. So I cannot say enough good things about, you know, working for them as a franchise. Um, For me though, I feel like that I still have a sense of internal pressure mm-hmm. of wanting to look a certain way. I mean, you know, you, everyone desires to be, you know, a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, a little bit slimmer. You know, like everyone has a perception in their mind of what they're looking for. Um, for me, having to coach people on a daily basis, I almost feel a sense of guilt for not looking a certain way. Because like you said, I'm trying to help these people. I'm supposed to be a source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. So if I don't look like what they're trying to achieve, it just feels really 
demotivating isn't the right word, but it just feels really like, I feel like I can't deliver to them what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. But for me, really in terms of internal pressure, um, it comes from the guilt I feel from not being consistent. I'm at this point right now where I'm actually having a lot of trouble going to the gym not just like oh I I go for a run whatever Mm -hmm. it's like for some reason I'm having a lot of trouble going into the gym and like motivating myself to run on the treadmill or like go to the squat rack um and I think that is even causing like more internal pressure because I'm like oh well if I'm not working out then I can't eat like a snack or I can't have puppy chow or anything like that no I totally get that and just in case you guys are wondering we've been on like a puppy chow binge like we've made it twice now and you guys know like those recipes make like nine cups or something like they're a pretty hefty serving size it's life-changing. It's life-changing. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, go make some. People are probably thinking we're eating dog food. We you know, <laughs> like Muddy Buddies. You guys know, it's like the Czech cereal with the chocolate, the peanut butter. You know, you get all the good stuff in there. <laughs> anyway, we digress. We digress. But it's interesting that you say that, like, you have to motivate yourself because that's the exact reason why I joined, like, a group fitness-style gym, like a boutique fitness, like Orange Theory, is because I know personally I cannot be my own motivator. I rely on somebody to give me that motivation, so that is what gets me through the doors, so... That's actually a really interesting perspective. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely becoming more of a problem now, especially for me, I find that stress is a huge driver in my consistency at the gym. Yeah. Um, so when I'm stressed more, I'm like not as motivated, but then because I'm not as motivated, I feel more guilty because yeah. I'm not being consistent. So it's like a circle. A yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny because I relate to you. I just relate to it, I guess, on the flip side of the healthy living in terms of, for me, it's with the eating. Like, when I'm under stress, when I'm under pressure, I turn to eating. Like, for me, working out is that outlet for me. It lets my mind, you know, be emptied. I can just focus on the workout. So, for me, I find clarity in that. But then when I'm stressed, it's the eating for me. I just can't control myself. Um, so, no, that's super interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like, for me, the gym has always been an escape from stress. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm obviously just so ripped because I hide my feelings <laughs> and my muscles. <laughs> And I mean, right now, I feel like we're under more stress than, I guess it's not more, but it's a different type of stress. Like, we're about to graduate, about to enter the workforce. Yeah, mine's more. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. So it's just, like, different than, I guess, what we're used to. So it's having to find those coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe going a step deeper, you know, we said this was going to be the ugly side of healthy living, so I feel like we really need to dive the into good, the it. The bad, the ugly. <laughs> Literally. Um Something I wanted to address that I don't know if many people can relate to, but something I've faced personally is just that feeling of loneliness, the feeling of isolation. Mm -hmm. Again, just from my own perspective, telling a few stories. Last year, my mom and I went into the new year like everybody else (laughs) with the goal of losing, you know, a few pounds. Um, We thought it could be fun because I was home from school because of COVID and it was just like a fun way to hold each other accountable, um, you know, work towards something together. Um, you know, I have to admit that as the weight did start falling off, I became kind of obsessed and it turned into almost a game of like competing with myself, Mm -hmm. which like, it just got to a point where I, you know, found myself isolating myself. I was turning down invitations to go eat. I was so focused on making sure I got that one workout in that day that I felt like my whole day was revolving around it, Mm -hmm. which is super unhealthy. And I totally recognize that. And I can look back and be like, wow, like, I can't believe I let myself get to that point. I feel like though it shows how easy you can fall into these patterns, especially, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've been educated on this. I've coached people through it, you know what I mean? So it was almost a reality check I needed. 
But on the flip side, I'm now in a position where I am feeling a few, I'm feeling pressure, I guess I could say, um, to lose a few pounds ahead of graduation. I mean, everybody wants to, you know, look their best for graduation. (laughs) Um, But with my social life, and especially with it being senior spring, you know, yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, today is Friday, um, you know, I feel like it's super hard to stay on track and not fall into those temptations. So with this, on the flip side, I'm definitely struggling with feeling alone as I see everybody around me having fun, eating whatever they want, you know, drinking. And I'm having that internal battle with myself of, you know, you have a goal that you're looking to achieve, but you also want to be having fun with these people. So for me, I just feel like I need to find a sense of balance. I don't I don't know. I mean, even just speaking on kind of the social media side, yeah. you see you're thinking about your fitness journey, you're thinking you're all alone, um, and then you see these people on social media and they're like going to get acai bowls with their friends or they're in the gym together and yeah. you're just thinking like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am what's I alone? What's wrong with me? Why am I living in Boston <laughs> when it's 30 degrees and we're not eating acai bowls? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, for me, I fortunately come from a background where fitness and nutrition yeah. is kind of like a driving force in every conversation we have. So when I'm feeling alone in the gym, like, I'll call my mom or my dad Mm -hmm. and, like, just tell them, like, oh, I can't stay consistent or something like that. So I'm really fortunate to have that. But I have had um, problems in the past where I'm just, like, everyone's going out. Why am I drinking a gallon of water today? Like, why am I not going and having, like, wings or, like, why why can't I have a French fry? Yeah, no, exactly. You know, sometimes I just feel like a bunny rabbit. Huh? <laughs> you know, just like eating lettuce, like a bunny rabbit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so glad you clarified because I was like, I, I, am I missing something? <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, moving on. But I mean, as if you couldn't tell from our first podcast, we're super fun people. A blast. And always positive. <laughs> always. But I mean, I feel like it's only right that, you know, this is called the ugly side of healthy living, but I feel like we owe it to them to end it on a positive note right yeah I mean there's a reason that it's so popular there's a reason that everyone talks about being fit and it doesn't have to be you look fit like finding those healthy routines for yourself and for Mm -hmm. everybody that's going to look different um and again this wasn't meant to discourage anybody I think everybody right now is on like their own version of a journey Mm -hmm. so it's just like that reminder that you know there are some downsides to it, but you're not alone in feeling these ways. And there are so many great There's things about so many fitness. Great things. We just want you guys to remember that you're in control, you're in the driver's seat. And even though sometimes you may feel like you're losing control, you have to remember that, I mean, we're, it's a journey. You're on a journey. We all are on a journey. And, you know, through this podcast and, you know, similar resources we just want to knock down the walls the stigma that's associated Mm -hmm. with it and just you know open up the transparency that Mm -hmm. at times it may feel like you're alone and like things are hard but we're all in this together we're all learning most importantly yeah we just want to lean on lean on each other and just learn from each other right Mm -hmm. i think that actually brings us to the end of podcast number one officially thank you guys for making it this far yeah i mean creds to you guys But with that said, y'all just have a happy weekend and tune in next Friday. Do what you want. (laughs)